1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for tuning in today, as always, to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And uh, yeah, we're making a big difference again here today.
2: Well, uh, this is, of course, a special day. It is election counting day. Mm -hmm. We can't really call it election day because that process will go on. We want to remind everybody uh, be patient, follow the law, uh, uh, be calm. And uh, everything's going to turn out okay. But, you know, while this has been going on in the midst of COVID and um, and certainly we've been very distracted by all of the election shenanigans, a lot of things have gone under the radar. And this is very important when it comes to natural health.
1: Yes. The FDA, by the way, is attacking homeopathics. I think we've told you that one before. But we want to remind you how important this is and to give you a website to go to to make your comment and you don't really even need to comment all you have to do is put in your personal information the comment is already there and just hit send this is incredibly important they're looking for up to a hundred thousand comments apparently there have only been a little over 16,000 that have been submitted we're going to lose our right to homeopathics are going to be taken off the store shelves if we 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 don't stand up for homeopathics.
2: And we know why this is happening, because uh, the effectiveness of pharmaceuticals has been eroding. Homeopathics have been around for centuries, and they've been working, and they've done nothing but improve their efficacy, uh, over the last century and certainly the last few decades.
1: Well, I'm going to give you the website, but we also have this up on our Facebook page on our personal and conscious talk.net. So please, please take two minutes. That's all it takes to sign this. It's homeopathychoice.org forward slash FDA comment. Homeopathicchoice.org fda comment or just go to our facebook page it's up on our site at conscioustalk.net. it's all there for you really truly takes you less than two minutes to do it and we need to do this if we want to protect our natural health
2: yeah and thank you for supporting all of those sponsors because as you have noticed they're all from the natural products industry and we'll be right back
0: welcome to conscious talk radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk, although some people stand out as highly gifted psychics and mediums, that possibly resides within all of us. That's the inner voice we've been talking about for years. We'll have a chat with Marianne Bohr about her book, The Gift Within Us, for her insights on intuition, spirituality, and the power of our inner voice.
1: People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together, one listener at a time. That listener is you.
2: Well, today's special guest, Marianne Borer, is a, a PR professional that we have heard from before on this show. Um, but she is a communication specialist, and in, most importantly for today's subject, an intuition advocate who's interviewed some of the most gifted intuitives in the world. Now, she's also interviewed top scientists, psi researchers, academicians, and even a leading Catholic archbishop regarding the topic of intuition. Now, she shares these findings in her newest book, The Gift Within Us. And each and every one of us, regardless of our religious affiliation or whether we identify with religion at all, has access to this amazing and life-changing gift. And I know that may surprise some of you because we always um, depend on uh, experts. But you know, we're going to find out how you can do this by simply listening to your own inner
3: voice. Marianne, welcome back. Oh, Rob, thank you for having me on, and Brenda, I, it's a pleasure to be here again. You guys are the best.
1: Well, thank you, Marianne, and let's talk about the gift within us, why this was so important for you to get out to the public.
3: Well, I'll give the backstory on how I got involved in a minute, but, you know, ultimately, it's, it's been as old as the hills. Intuition has been known about and around forever. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reasons, I think partially the stereotypes, the negative stereotypes about um, intuition and psychic ability and those types of things that people might call woo-woo or the downgrading of what you know intuition is, like silly thoughts like women's intuition or whatever, mm-hmm. people have mm-hmm. kind of pushed it to the back when, in fact, it's one of the most powerful um, and intense and wonderful forms of communication we have. I mean, we're all wild about our iPhones, right? And we've had the Internet now and all of that for years. But a very simple and, and as I said, very powerful form of communication has been with us, um, our intuition. And it's something that right now, uh, one of the reasons I was um, guided to write this book is that it's imperative that we get in touch with our inner voice and our intuition now more than ever, mm. especially with the pandemic and everything Um it's there for all of us. We've all had those gut feelings, those hunches. We've all used the expression, well, it just came to me. Mm-hmm. But it, it's about really uh, taking this seriously and understanding that it's right at our fingertips and that some of the captains of industry, the most successful business people in the world, they're on to this. It's, it's their kind of secret sauce. They know right. that. If they follow their gut, they're going to do well. And people that just downgrade it and think, oh, well, that's just silliness, uh, they're kind of out of the loop, and they're missing out on access to this incredibly wonderful brilliance, this resource that we all have access to, simply by just um, listening to our inner voice, which we all already are doing to some extent uh, and, and part of this book is really to open up your minds about how you can easily um, understand where those messages are coming from. And also ask for help if you're at a crossroads. You will get those inspirations. So that's how that's why the book was written, and I can give you uh, some backstory on how I even got here if you'd like. It's up to I you. Mean, well, we will get there, but um, I just wanted to mention that in the
2: healing arts um, – it's all about really self healing and understanding that the answers are within you, whether, because we're all connected, whether they are answers uh, about ourselves or about people that we're working with. So um, it's been valuable throughout our lives. And, and I like that you mentioned asking for help because um, you know, we often refer to asking for help from the divine, Mm -hmm. the, pathway to that is through your inner landscape i mean the answers are there and we love teaching people marianne how to actually access them uh you know and in and in, in, in that's what you're teaching people to do
3: yes and what's interesting is that you know i've always called it my own guides the powers that be uh mm-hmm. angels my guides mm-hmm. god our greater good whatever but what's also come to my realization since we spoke last was Um, Yes, my higher self, which is kind of my future self, which is my soul self, plays an important role in this. You know, when we're born on this earth, we're wiped clean, Um, It's kind of like a tape that's been erased.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
3: And we claw back to get some of that understanding, but we have a deeper understanding embedded right in our soul. And somebody said to me, Marianne, your future self is looking at you. And with love and pride, pride that you've accomplished so much before you've even done, you know, all of these things. And I realized, yes, there is a part of our own self, again, the higher self, that is leading us and guiding us. And it's it's just a matter of kind of opening that door. And that information is pushing on us already to come through. Right. Um, yes. It's just that many of us think we're not either worthy of receiving it uh, or that it's woo-woo or silly. No. And it's there, and quite frankly, like I said before, some people already understand this, and they're light years ahead as far as improving their own lives, maybe the planet, etc. cetera. Um, and, Rob, as you said, we're all one. I mean, that's a concept that's very hard for people to understand. However, I think that the pandemic has really brought us uh, into focus on that because you see people suffering from this issue all over the world. Mm -hmm. Regardless of their political affiliation, their religious affiliation, and and really it it drives that point home big time. So uh, one of the simplest things to do, tapping into your intuition, is now, I think, front front and center. And, And my book and other books and things that people are working on, like you're working on with healing, is something that we really need to bring into focus right now
4: yeah
1: yeah and what's interesting is rob and i often talk marianne about the energies that are on the planet Mm -hmm. and these energies have been here like you said forever but they are much more intense in this timing in other words they're much more available but Mm -hmm. what i feel people forget or they don't understand is that they need some quiet time Mm -hmm. to get in touch and and one of the things that someone i can't even remember which one of my mentors said this to me it was probably De- divine mother some time ago she said we all have a certain frequency to turn tune into to mm-hmm. get our information and she said ask ask and intend and desire for that frequency to be brought to you, to you, for you to recognize it. Because once you do, you're automatically tapped into that information. And it's going to come, I think, as you might have found with all these different people you interviewed, it comes in different forms. Some people hear voices. Some people see things. Some people get symbols. Did you find that out to be true?
3: Yes, I would say that for the vast majority of people, though, it's as simple as a thought coming into your mind. When you get a thought, you don't really hear a voice necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like a kind of like a, oh, um, what do you see? When you see on something on a screen and you see captions, right. it's like it's there. You can almost read it. It's like there. oh, and you realize that you're having that thought. It, mm-hmm. it, some people get scared at the notion of hearing voices. I mean, I've had a couple of experiences in my life where I did mm-hmm. distinctly hear voices when I was told to call the White House. I, You know that story back in the time. I thought that was nuts, but for the most part, these inspirations are coming into our mind oftentimes. While some people can see things and, and hear things, um, a lot of us, it's just a simple thought coming into our mind. The difference is that sometimes you'll think, well, where did that come from? Right. You, know, it, you realize it wasn't your rational mind generating that thought. Right, right. And that's the muscle that <laughs> I've learned to develop. And I will say that, yes, quiet your mind. It's very important. And as I've said before, I really respect people that can meditate, especially deep meditation for a long period of time. I'm not one of those people as much mm-hmm. as I've tried. I'm mm-hmm. a white knuckler. And when, it first, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and when I first would get inspirations, they would get me uh, waking up in the morning or if yep. I'm in the shower. The right. shower is a big one. and uh, Or they'd bang me over the head with like a rubber mallet. And <laughs> I, lear- <laughs> I learned to distinguish when I'm getting some uh, beautiful inspirations from the source or my guides, whatever, from just my everyday thoughts. And I would... I would recognize those and be very thankful for them. They would just come to me. Other times, as I mentioned, and Rob said, I would ask for help. And then oddly enough, oftentimes, like that day or the next day, somebody would call me out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I'd see something on a billboard. I'd open a Right. to a... I mean, it's just bizarre. And they will send you messages. So it doesn't have to just be a thought. You might see something or have something. somebody call you out of the blue you haven't talked to for years. It's very interesting how they do get the messages to us.
1: Yes, now hold that thought. Hold that thought, Marianne. We're going to run off to a break. When we come back, I want to explore that a little deeper about how they can come to us. You are listening to Conscious Talk, and we'll be right back.
0: For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, The amazing effect of Bio-PH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
1: 25.
6: Alternative Talk 1150 online at 1150kknw.com.
2: And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. It is radio that makes a difference. And today we're making a difference. Um, This is actually, uh, uh, we like to call them teaching moments because We're here with Marianne Bohr and we're talking about her book, The Gift Within Us. It's intuition, spirituality, and the power of our own inner voice. Now a lot of us have heard, oh yeah, yeah, we all have this ability, but you don't go beyond that often. And that's what we're talking about is like, yes, we have this ability, but how do we work with it? How do we develop it?
1: And Marianne, in the first segment you pointed out something very powerful. And very important. And that is everybody gets their messages in different ways. You can see mm-hmm. it on a billboard if you ask, once you're asking for help. If you ask mm-hmm. a specific question, and I mean be specific, that's what I've learned, to be as specific as possible. That mm-hmm. can show up on a radio interview or mm-hmm. on in music or whatever. But one of the things that you also said that I wanted to point out is it can be a thought. And and I want to ask you this because this is what I've learned. And I've learned to distinguish between my ego thoughts and mm-hmm. a higher thought. Mm-hmm. So tell us, how have you learned that? And have you learned that? What have you done to maybe tamp down your ego?
3: Well, fortunately, I've always kind of been blessed with a smallish ego, but mm-hmm. still, we're all born thinking that ego is pretty much it. You know, that's yes. where we're getting everything, our conscious brain and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, in the writing of this book, um, I must have had 20 working titles uh, for the book. You know, I struggled, which is going to be the best, and et cetera, and because I knew what the book was about. But the title is very important. Same with the cover of the book. Well, one day I was, I think, in the shower again, and I got very strongly the gift within us, and then I got the image of a simple white book with a gold bow across it that looked itself like a gift. Mm-hmm. Nothing new agey, super simple. Who can argue with a gift? It's, right. it's not controversial. And I have to tell you, that was not something that I dreamed up right at the spot. I'd worked hard struggled even with coming up with what should be on the cover, it was effortless when it came through, mm-hmm. but I instantly knew that that was not me. And I think that recognizing that, you know, putting your ego aside and saying, wow, give credit, a little credit where credit is due, we have access to all this brilliant energy that wants us to succeed, wants, is rooting for us, right? Right and is guiding us and I think that's about it I mean yes could I struggle and come up with 40 working titles and and possible covers yes but what was pure and just came through and was actually the very best option that's how it came through and
1: well and the simplest the simple one and and this is what we've learned around spirit and spirit guides and higher self everything is very clear and simple there's nothing complicated or confusing yeah. Ever.
2: Yeah, and the more you ask, the more you have that experience. And um, to me, it's really um, Marianne a question of of trust and mm-hmm. building trust. Mm-hmm. So when you get a clear uh, notion, whatever message. it is for you, however your message comes, um, follow it and and take what happens. Because as we always say, everything is for us. And it's not necessarily going to be in the form that we expect. But if you follow that route, uh, you'll build that muscle that you were talking
3: about.
1: And did you have to learn to trust?
3: Well, I think a little bit because, you know, it, it didn't it wasn't in me from birth. I mean, I learned over time. I did already have a lot of faith. I was raised Catholic, etc. But as far as this level of spiritual interaction, um, no, it, it opened like a flower for me as I mm-hmm. as I became friends with a lot of really gifted people after I did this big press event in New York uh, before the year 2000. I had so many gifted friends, and I started to explore all of that myself. And it was overwhelming to me in a positive way, just how much information. And resources we have at our fingertips.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and the,
3: some of the best intuitives I know, it amazes me. They have to go into a place where they're getting information about someone they don't know. It's mm-hmm. sometimes very specific. And they're like telling the person what they're getting. And they have to trust that it's real. I, I had a woman today tell me that she was reading a, a woman. She was just starting her, her level of mediumship. And she kept getting Pigs. Like she said, well, what is it with these pigs, these stuffed animal pigs that I'm – I mean, who would say that to someone there? Yeah, right. And she found out that the woman in question, her father, every Christmas she would give him – because he used to be a farmer – pigs, a stuffed animal pig. I mean, that's such a random – they yes. have to Get and you feel like an idiot saying it to somebody. But <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but, but when you yeah the, yeah they trusted themselves to say it and a lot of these people are incredibly brave because they put their ego on the shelf. Yes. They are receiving information not just mediums but but psychics and healers, and they're letting that come through them, mm-hmm. and they're very gifted people. But every last one of us has access to this beautiful wisdom and. You know, it just this information comes forth um, in in many many ways. I've been working on the follow-up book to this this gift within us book. It'll be, I think, similar title. But I'm getting calls out of the blue from people, scientists, very gifted people, people in the media. Oh, I heard about you, or so and so told me to call you. It's just like they've opened up their spiritual Rolodex, and it's just coming forth. I'm sure you guys have experienced this.
1: Oh yes, um, and and, so and we that's are
3: turning fast. Yeah. Yes.
1: And that's the beauty of it. And obviously, this information is meant to be out in this timing because when you're in sync, and you can only be in sync when you're tuning in to your guides or your higher self or whatever, everything flows It's like Mm -hmm. it just unfolds itself. You know, this whole idea, Marianne, and I know you and I have discussed this before, of having to work hard for everything, (laughs) that is a mind-ego structure. That has nothing to do with when we are following our guidance, which is really unfolds everything quite magically.
2: Well, you know, also, Marianne, I think one of the big keys is You know, um, at least this is my experience, I always know when I'm on track, I like to call it being online, Mm. because everything does flow. It does work. I feel good. There's some kind of an inner wellness that comes about where I know I'm on my energy, not necessarily what the culture says or, or what it's supposed to be, but I'm on whatever my path is. You just feel great, and everything is easy. And it's almost like a pilot coming in to land in the fog, or in this case for this year, in the smoke. You know, they mm-hmm. have these instruments, and all that instrument is is a little ball, essentially, uh, that says, hey, you went too far to the left, or you went too far to the right. And so you course- course-correct, correct. and that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a method that we use we just keep we know when we're going off course even though we don't know always where precisely we're going
3: yes and I think that some people who are um, famous for example and they pursued their passion and they're like, "Wow, it all happened so quickly for me." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I know people. My daughter's one of her best friends is very gifted. He's a wonderful um, actor and dancer, but he's going to college for architecture, which is what his parents want. And why not? I mean, it's you get a good living from that. But he's deeply unhappy, mm. and you know, for, he'll follow his path with the four-year degree and all, and it'll be a good backup. But hopefully, he'll pursue what he real. I mean, it is a struggle to make it in that that arts world. But, you know, uh, it, as you said, Brenda, it shouldn't all be such arduous work, work, work. That's um, right. When you follow your passion and part of what your passion is, is your inner voice speaking to you saying, mm-hmm. this is your purpose. Mm-hmm. Listen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, I feel a very heart centered thing, not a mind centered, but a heart centered uh, thing because you actually can feel uh, when you're being told something that you know is true, absolute, your tr- absolutely your truth, you can actually feel it. And that's when that sense of well-being that Rob is talking about, that ease in which things come to you and unfold. And I like, Marianne, that you said passion. Passion is also a signal. When mm-hmm. you're deeply passionate about something, that's because you signed up. You have a soul, probably a soul contract to follow that path and if you do you're going to be on the right path for you what he's doing is what we've all done i did not follow my path that i was passionate about when i was young and and didn't you know went to secretarial school was going to get a job in the corporate world which i did i was deeply unhappy for mm. 17 years in that Uh-oh. world And I didn't really succeed in that like I'm capable of succeeding until I got into the world I truly wanted to get into, which has been the healing arts and the media for a higher purpose. And then everything unfolded uh, beautifully down that road. But it took me getting cancer and being knocked (laughs) alongside of the head and, and getting put back on my path, which was actually a gift. And I love your title because my title of my book was The Gift of Cancer, uh, Miraculous Journey to Healing, and that was brought to me in a meditation, by the way, so I understand that one.
2: Well, we are talking about the gift within us, intuition, spirituality, and the power of our own inner voice, and it's by Marianne Boer. Um, You can find out more about Marianne and her work by going to her website, Marianne, that's A-N-N, B-O-H-R-E-R.com. And we're going to continue this discussion uh, after some messages. So stay tuned. You're listening to Conscious Talk.
0: Have you ever wished there was a drug-free solution to inflammation and pain that was safe, easy, and didn't involve a doctor? Now there is. It's called the Little Magic Machine by some. It's an FDA-cleared device for both inflammation and pain which you can use in your own home. Users place their hand, covered with a patented glove, inside a vacuum chamber where a special microprocessor manages the application of negative pressure and heat to safely infuse heat into the circulatory system, reducing blood thickness and increasing microvascular circulation. Why is microvascular circulation important? This is where the body heals, gets its nutrients, and pain and inflammation are reduced at the core level. To find out more, go to LittleMagicMachine.com or call 800-460-2144. That's 800-460-2144 for all the information you need on the Little Magic Machine. Now more than ever,
7: it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense.
0: and drop down to Focused
6: Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you. alternative talk 1150 here to uplift your day
1: hey welcome back folks and thanks for uh, tuning in with us here today and we are talking about tuning in the whole show every show truly is about tuning in inwardly and accessing that wisdom and knowledge and passion and compassion and everything that we have inside of us. That's who we really are. And then letting that guide our lives and allowing our mind or ego to come in behind and help us take the actions that are being called for. And today we're with Marianne Bohr, and she's written a lovely, beautiful book called The Gift Within Us, Intuition, Spirituality, and the Power of Our Own Inner Voice. Her website, again, is Marianne, A-N-N, B-O-H-R-E-R dot com. So, Marianne, what were some of the favorite mediums, intuitives, or psychics that you have in your book? Maybe you can bring a a name or two forward. And how did you learn about them and get in touch with them?
3: Well, as you know, I've interviewed 33 um, highly gifted psychics, mediums, and healers from the U.S. and around the world. Mm -hmm. Most of them, some of them I knew from a PR event I did some years before. But um, many of the others were referrals from gifted people, as well Mm -hmm. as scientists who study intuition. And uh, as such, they were all very gifted, but I would need to experience a reading with them, not to uh, vet them so much, but to experience how they work. So I could describe them in their, their profile chapters. And by the way, I do have contact info for each of these gifted people at the end of the book. So that if people are interested in getting an incredibly good reading, high level, high integrity, they can find these people. But mm-hmm. I'll say that most of these people did um, have these abilities as children. Uh, many were bullied, as you wouldn't imagine. They went through a lot of difficulty. <laughs> oh, Some yeah. were supported. Yeah, it's amazing what they've done. And then they had to really develop their gifts. Some were closeted for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they all, I mean, one, uh, Eddie Connor was born in the South. He's gay, so he said he was beaten up regularly for being gay. But um, but when he came out as psychic, he said it was a thousand times worse. Um, but some of these people, a lot of them struggled. as children, maybe not struggled. Paul Asdig, who is in Australia, I, I met him. He was living in New York, but he's from Australia. His father died recently, so he moved back. But he's amazing. As a young boy, he would be in the store with his mom, and he'd wander up, at His his inner voice would say, Go over to that lady and tell her that her husband should not hit her and he should, she should leave him. So he'd wander over to some lady at the age of like six years old and say, you know, you shouldn't let your husband hit you. That's not good for you. And then the woman would run running over to the mother, Paul's mother, and say, how did your son know this about me? Wow. They had to put Paul in the shopping cart <laughs> so he wouldn't so people. But his past, he, he became um, a producer uh, on The Matrix and other big, big films. Mm-hmm. And he does documentary producing now about spiritual things. But he's also very gifted. And I love Paul. I, I can't say I have a favorite of the 33. They're all incredible and also wonderful, high integrity people. But mm-hmm. when Paul did the reading for me, um, it, right away, he says to me, Marion, you're one of three siblings, right? And I'm—I have a brother and a sister. I said yes. He said, but there was a fourth child, a boy who died at a very young age, named Michael. And I got goosebumps all over me because my mom had my sister, and then a, a boy named Michael who died of pneumonia at a year and a half. Never met him. He was born before me, and then my brother, and then me. And. He said, Michael is helping you write this book, and he's around you with love. Well, nobody mm. – we don't even talk about Michael. Um, and, and nobody knows about this. So that was amazing, and he's an amazing, wonderful guy. Um, another woman, Virginia Centrillo, is this amazing medium. She, She's very, very gifted, uh, also works with what people call haunted houses. She mm. says, no, they're not haunted. She just helps release the souls that are right. stuck there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's a lovely soul. And she gave me a reading, and she says at the beginning, and I think I've mentioned this to you before, Marianne, you live in a house uh, with a couple of big trees in front, which I have giant sycamore trees in front of my house. Mm-hmm. But old people lived there before you, an old couple. And I said, yes. And she said, well, their names were Bernice, which was, who gets the name Bernice? That's very unusual. <laughs> yep. And, and, and Adolf. And I said, oh, I'm thinking, no, because everybody knew N- Mickey and Bernice, Bernice and Mickey. Well, I, I said, I don't think his name was Adolf. And she goes, no, no, it was. And I didn't argue it. I just let her go on. And she was very accurate. After we hung up, I went on the computer and looked up our property, and they had previous owners. And it said Bernice and Adolf Markovsky, well, he was Jewish, and he hated the given name Adolf. So he never used it, and I think even his daughter didn't really know it was his given name. Um, So those are extraordinary stories. They're very gifted. Another example, not of what they told me, but Suzanne Giesman, who's in my book, who you may know, um, she was a naval commander on Air Force One. I mean, her whole career was in the Navy, in the military, very straight-laced, And she was retiring, and at the age of late 40s, her husband's daughter, her stepdaughter, who was pregnant, was walking around in Europe, was struck by lightning, and was flooded and died immediately. And Suzanne was immediately flooded with all this mediumship ability after this incredible military career. Well, hold hold
1: that thought, because we're out of time here. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back to finish that up.
5: Radio
4: that opens the heart and illuminates the mind.
7: Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, not just another powder in a capsule. With hundreds of probiotic products to choose from, what makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hara's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you or search online.
6: Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150.
2: Hey, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk Radio that makes a difference, and we're here with Marianne Bohr. And uh, if you've been with us, we're right in the middle of a story. And um, why don't you continue with that? This is about um, a a woman who uh, was in the Air Force, I believe, and, and she had quite an experience that you talk about in your book.
3: Yes, she was in the Navy. Um, Suzanne Gieson is a medium that's in my book, but she came to it at 48 after she retired from the military. Her her, uh, stepdaughter was hit by lightning and killed, pregnant stepdaughter, and after Mm. that she was flooded with mediumship ability. And today she has her own podcast. She's written several books, and it's quite a 180 turn from having a life in the military to be just medium. But, yes, my point is that, the people in my book and many gifted people, many came to it or, or developed it or knew about it as children. They were born that way. A few of them came to it later in life. So, but they're very gifted people who are um, at the high extreme of talent. I mean, we can all sing, but how many can sing like Adele? These people right. are truly amazingly gifted. The point is, though, that while all of these 33 amazing people I write about in the book are there, it's my point in writing about them is to it's to make people have see a face of of giftedness and intuitive ability that is more easy to understand than just your celebrity psychic of the day on whatever right. show there are more people out there that are gifted, and all of us have this gift within us, not that we're going to run out and do readings for people tomorrow, but really it, we can utilize it to enhance our own lives, the lives of loved ones around us, help us get through crises turning points in our lives um you know just in every positive way and if someone said to me well marianne if you follow your intuition could it lead you down the wrong path could it end up in trouble i said no No. without hesitation Mm -hmm. because hasn't that been your experience absolutely it it, it is yeah yeah Yeah,
2: i think people get confused uh because in the immediacy uh in in a moment of their life it may not look like it's going in the right direction but always when you look back you find out that whatever that was that you didn't think um, actually fit may have been one of the most important moments in your life
1: and i and i'm going to give a good example around that marianne was when the cancer came in for me i was down in hollywood and i my my desire at that time was to be an actress i was going to be an actress either in film or tv or both that was my passion and desire but very very blessed information came through once the cancer came that i was to use my gifts and talents on television which i did some and film which i did some down there and on the radio for a higher purpose than Hmm. just my own ego gratification does that make sense to you Yes,
3: I think some of the most successful people I've ever met in whatever field, it could be the arts, whatever, have had those moments where there's been a, a major turning point, where they thought mm-hmm. they had failed. Yes. But what happened was, had they continued down that path, they never would have achieved whatever goals they had. They were being led, and sometimes the doors just slammed in their face yes. um, to take another direction, and most often they ended up in a much better place. So sometimes difficult times, like the pandemic we're in, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a tragic thing and very difficult, but I truly believe that coming out of all of this difficulty is going to be something even greater than we would have experienced had we just had easy elections and been very complacent. I think right. some yeah. of it- amen, right? amen, yeah. we feel exactly the same.
2: Yeah, and we've talked about this shift coming for years and people were saying, yes, the way everything is working, it has to fall apart. And then when it comes, they get very upset. But (laughs) I think this is what you're talking about is that is a common theme amongst most of us. We've all had that feeling that there's a great blessing in this because we all have to take a different look.
1: And so in keeping in that theme of a common thread or a common uh, feeling, Marianne, in all the readings that you had, was there like a few common threads that went through each reading?
3: You mean as far as what they told me? Yes. Well, you know, I was writing this book for years, and I was told always, oh, Uh, this book is going to be successful, but it's not your only book. There's going to be a second and a third. Mm
1: -hmm. There's going to
3: be television. And and, uh, that I was on a – there was a higher purpose to this. And Uh quite frankly, um, I'm a little modest. I was like, okay, yeah, they're telling me this. I don't know that I'm going to write more books. I just took it with a grain of salt. And then when this book came out uh, earlier this year, and I was happy that it was finally done, I'm promoting it. I was in the shower like a month later, and my guides were saying, "Okay, get started on the next book. You have to start right <laughs> yeah. now." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I just gave birth to this book!" Yeah. and I thought, "Oh my gosh, those people that gave me those readings that told me there'd be a series, I can't believe they're right." You know, so yeah, you just you you don't live there and put all your chips on that you know number on the on the casino table. But you do listen. And I was told by one of the people in my book, Nancy Meyer, she's from the area I live in. She's the first psychic I ever met. And she reminded me, which I had forgotten years before my press event in New York, where I met a lot of gifted people. She had told me, Marianne, you're going to write a book. And she reminded me, I argued with her. I I was actually grumpy about it. I said, no, <laughs> Nancy, I'm a PR person. I'm not an author. What are you talking about? And I was kind of a little upset, and I started to laugh because I remember arguing with her about that. So I I think that people in the book have told me things that have come to pass, that are coming to pass, but ultimately the one thread is that this mission that I'm on is to share the message I've been given – from Mm -hmm. my higher self, my whatever, the powers that be, with others that basically we all have access to this amazing divine wisdom, divine guidance by listening to our inner voice and that it's simple to do. So as you said before, Brenda, the simple, simple message um, doesn't need to be complicated. I mean, if you want to focus on your chakras and do all this wonderful holding crystals, go for it. But there's a huge number of people that don't know how to do it. Are intimidated by it, and they don't—they don't have to worry about that. Absolutely, they just have to be open to it.
1: Yes, and and you know, again, trust what you're getting, and also you mentioned this way up in the first segment, Marianne, and I want to reiterate it to our listening audience. If you're especially new to this kind of thing, or you think of, you're thinking about at least trying it or dabbling in it, you deserve it. the, The deservability is already cooked in the cake. We don't have to do anything to deserve these gifts and talents. They're already born within all of us. They're available. Now, yes, you aren't going to maybe be a famous psychic or medium, (laughs) but you can use them in your life to better your life. And like you said, Marianne, the loved ones around you, all you have to do is get curious, intend for it, desire it, open up to it, and just be available And then trust what you're getting. And I want to also say, again, it's always of the highest nature. Correct, Marianne? If they're getting anything negative, that's not their intuition or their higher self.
3: No, I mean, we can all have plenty of selfish thoughts and things of that nature. But the the information coming from the source is beautiful. And you just feel completely different about it. You feel clean. That other information feels kind of unclean, selfish. Mm -hmm you can yes. tell the difference. Oh, yeah. very much yeah. so. And I, and I
2: think, you know, just to uh, amplify what Brenda was saying, um, there are as many roads to that as there are people. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's why we're here to express who we are and play our part mm-hmm. in this unfolding uh, universe, this awareness that we are working with. So, uh, you know, don't buy into anyone saying you can only do it this way. Yeah. You know, because some of us might do it just by walking in the woods.
1: That's right. I mean, I I think you have discovered that,
3: Marianne, correct? Yeah, I don't go to my gym uh, as much as I'm not paranoid about the virus. Working among 20-year-olds that are at bars and, you know, I don't know what they're yeah. and then the ventilation system, who knows. So I stopped going to the gym since March, which annoys me because I like to work out. <laughs> so we live next to a beautiful golf course and park, and I started getting up at the crack of dawn and walking through mm-hmm. the park. I'd carry my iPhone with me, but I never turned it on because the sounds of the wind and the nature, I mean, it was yep. like – forget walking <laughs> yeah. in any yeah. – sure. well-
1: there yeah, you are. Yeah, you're that, in meditation. It's just a walking meditation. That's, that's right. all that is. That's right.
2: beautiful. So, if you want to learn more about Mary Ann Bohr, that is her website, Mary A N N B O H R E R.com. And uh, I imagine also use golf balls. You know.
1: <laughs> and, Mary Ann, thank you so much for being with us today and for doing the beautiful work you're doing. We really appreciate it. And, folks, we appreciate you tuning in. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk.
0: What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures, and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's, there's a spiritual solution to every problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious Talk, radio that gives back to yourself.